Hello, and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live and unscripted by your favorite knitting gals. We are your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, and Natalie, and a huge thanks to our listeners for joining us. Today, we'll be chatting about Rewind, episode one, where we revisit episode one of our podcast. So now it's time to grab a drink or go on that walk and tune in because we're about to get started. Hi, guys. Hello. How's it going? We're going to start with what's on our needles. So Bina, take it away. (laughs) Um, I am still working on the sheet pillow and my amaryllis cardigan. I am, she doesn't listen to the podcast, so I'm just going to say it. Um, My, one of my best friends is having a baby in January. So I'm knitting a sweater and like a whole baby set for them. The baby showers in like a month and a half and I'm doing the button band on the sweater and I know that they're having a boy so last night I was trying to figure out which side buttons go on for a boy but I figured it out (laughs) so we're good (laughs) there you go that was that was something I learned in my knitting I had no clue that -hmm. there was a difference until I took the baby cardigan class at finally when I was very young and it blew my mind. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, there is. See, we, you know, a lot of our fashion is very unisex. So if there are buttons, we don't really think about it at all, but it tends to default to men's. But this is a little trick that I learned for the buttons. I think this is really cool. So the reason that boys' buttons, men's buttons are on the other side of the button band is because they had dressers, which, is probably their mother or their wife. And so the person would be standing in front of them face to face. And so their buttoning would be in the same fashion as if they were buttoning a shirt on themselves. So that's a way to always remember. Is that fascinating? Interesting. That's That's some like super patriarchy garbage. That's what that sounds like. Someone else is dressing them. But that is so interesting. It happened. I, I think collectively we should switch up the side on all the men in this world and just yeah. see what happens. Let them butt our shirts once in a while. Yeah, come on. Absolutely. We won't go there. Okay. That's interesting though. That's interesting. Yeah. That's a good fact to know. I like it. You, know, you, you never know when that's going to help you out in some game of Trivial Pursuit or something. Mm-hmm. Right. Is it my turn to talk about what I'm knitting? It is, yeah. Okay, so I have on my needles... I have the same two things and I'm just going to say, I love them. And I think that you will hear from me every podcast from now until eternity that I am knitting a pair of socks too at the same time. I absolutely love them. <laughs> so I am, well, actually I'm going to hold it up. I do separate them at the heel Fun. because I just can't get that heel thing with two at the same time. And I need to work on that. But uh, I'm doing a pair of socks and those socks are for Ed. And then my pressed flowers and I love it. I think I knitted on it the other day for like hours. I didn't even know the day went by, but I will say the rows are getting longer now. So I am starting to find that I need to pace myself and go do four rows because a row is long, but it is beautiful. And when friends might stop by, the first thing I show them is my pressed flowers. Look what I'm working on. It's all right. I love it. I love it. I have a zillion things going on, which should surprise absolutely no one. Um, But the things that I'm actively working on this week are, I have to pull out my half-finished Christmas stocking. 
because I need to finish that for a wedding I have in a few weeks and block it. And it's, and it's like, you know, mate stocking. Um, and then I have, I really want to finish my reindeer strain spruce sweaters to my nephews. I'm really close. I'm on the body of the second one and it's that it's a smaller nephew. So he's younger, so it's tinier. Um, and it's so stinking cute. Like when I'm knit baby clothes and kids clothes, I'm always just blown away by how teeny tiny they are. Maybe I just knit tight. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, hoping I can finish those two things this week. And then my press flowers is almost ready for the border and I'm working on my sampler squares. Awesome. Those are my things. Wonderful. Yeah. All right, you guys, are you ready to rewind to episode one of KSL? Absolutely. Awesome. All right. So the topic for episode one of KSL was uh, the first um, ever creating a community through knitting podcast. So we talked about ourselves, why we're passionate about having a local yarn shop. And we also had a live audience at the time because we were in the shop. Um, But I guess, do we want to go around and like maybe just go back through what we said in the podcast originally and why we're passionate about our knitting today yeah yeah I completely forget what I said but listen I I actually listened to it this morning I mean the whole 12 minutes and everything I I've never re-listened to one of our episodes before and it was actually kind of nice to go back and and listen to what we said and like who was there, just the, the topic in general. It was so much fun. I loved it. Um, I think I might rewatch, re-listen to episode one too. Um, but I do remember us talking about like how, how we know each other. Um, it was so interesting. Like that was how many years ago? That was a few years ago that we recorded that. It was June of 2019, and I'm gonna, I'm not, I won't talk, I just have to say this, Greta, before I jump out of my chair into the screen right now, but how clever were we to get you to listen to your, your voice on podcast? <laughs> you know, this was a trick from the start, but I, I listened to it, and I thought I sounded pretty intelligent, probably like more than all of the other podcasts we've recorded, um, but it was just, it was so much fun to like hear the banter between us and like how we started how we all know each other um because I know you know we're all friends of course and we're knitting friends and and like real life friends knitting aside too um but the fact that like Natalie and I grew up in the knitting shop with Kathy and how Stephanie learned how to knit in the shop as an adult and then kind of like came into our little bubble um it's it's kind of amazing how things work out like that you know as I'm looking at the two of you right now you know what's going through mine I this is my like you know proud knitting shop mama (laughs) moment here I'm like oh my gosh think about though the time that you gals have known each other and it's been consistent there's been no interruption like life is interesting to me because especially as we go through different phases of life. But sometimes we lose touch with friends for a little bit. They're always there, but we lose touch a little bit. But you gals, you haven't gotten a chance to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Every week we have seen each other for the last, 
20 years almost yeah Saturdays are sacred yeah (laughs) oh cool that's knitting that's knitting yeah I was thinking about this yesterday because I just every time I walk through my little town and all the cozy little shops I always just think about the knitting shop and it just reminds me so much of like you know, the original knitting shop and just being in there on a rainy day with the door open, just like that whole feeling that kind of, I have associated with that. I think it is like the calmest, like thought in my mind that I can think of. And I just was like walking down the street and this thought popped into my mind and I was like, they should make a Hallmark movie about us. So I, this is my open letter to Hallmark. I think that you guys should reach out to us because I think we actually have a really great life story for Hallmark. Yeah, we do. And we could put a plot in there. I mean, we've had some pretty yeah. exciting times. We could put a plot in there. We yeah. Could, yeah. Yeah. Like maybe, like maybe in the Hallmark movie, like someone would fall in love with the UPS delivery guy bringing us our yarn or something like that. Build in some romance somewhere. But Absolutely. the whole concept, the vibe mm-hmm. is, is there. Definitely. <laughs> Going, looking for missing knitters. There you go. Yes, there you like, go. Yes. Yeah. Well, and We've done that before. <laughs> yes. We have. We care deeply. Um, the other thing that blew my mind, in the beginning of the podcast, I say I've been knitting here since I was eight years old and I've spent my entire life pretty much knitting at the knitting shop. Mm-hmm. And like now I'm 26. That's so insane. I have known the knitting shop and known knitting longer than I haven't in my life. Yeah. It's very cool. It's very cool. Here's a question for you guys. Like I'm kind of going off, definitely going off it. What other things in your life besides your family, what other activities in life can you say have endured like this? Zero things. I mean, I know Natalie and I were both in like music programs and in band through school, but that didn't last past college for sure. Um, but like anything else I've ever done has never lasted the length of time that knitting and like just the knitting shop vibe has lasted. Yeah. The vibe of knitters, which is so cool. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, I think that's so, uh, that's another thing I felt like we mentioned a lot was the community that it brought us. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, you know, a lot of the lessons I've learned in life, I've learned through my knitting, a lot of the expectations I have in life are because of my knitting. I, I feel like there's a lot of parallels you can draw between your knitting and real life. Like if I'm not going to freak out about a mistake in my knitting, I can keep my cool in a stressful situation. Like things like that, where, you know, this is something I have confidence in myself in and how do I apply that confidence to other areas of my life? Um, I just think there's a lot of really good parallels between our knitting and, um, you know, the community aspect that it's taught us to love and, you know, expect almost like, I, I don't know what I would do without that. So it's kind of one of those things that I just think kept our standards high. Yeah, definitely. So as I was listening to it, I, uh, I was just like, oh my golly. First of all, I couldn't believe it was 12 minutes long. I'm like, my goodness gracious, look at this now. But I literally actually got a chill because I could, I could actually feel what it was like that day in the shop doing this for the first time. 
And um, and again, it was every element of it. It was the people who were there with us, which I'm going to call their names out uh, just in case they listen. Yeah. And actually, if they do listen to our podcast and they send me a text and say, I heard my name or send me, um, I'm sorry, send me an email, not a text, send me an email. Um, you know, I'll send them a little gift. So it was Linda. I'm only giving first names. Linda, Judy, Dottie, and Missy. Mm -hmm. And do you remember when you were listening to this, hearing the door open? Yes. Yes. And that was the first time we thought about that. Like, oh no. And remember we made a sign and put it in the back door. Recording in progress. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because we were recording in a live open shop with, mm-hmm. and that was so cool. So, uh, but it really did give me a chill. And it, you know, it reminded me also of, um, it was June of 2019. And our original thought was that we would do our first recording from the trade show, but we couldn't go. And there was a big reason we couldn't go. It wasn't a, it wasn't a pretty reason. It was an emotional reason for me, but we all stepped up to the bat and said, this is what you know, we'll stay here and we'll do this. And I was listening. I'm like, I don't sound upset about not going. We were having a great day right where we were. Well, we were all together still. I mean, you know, the trade show was always, it was always a really fun time, but I think just us is spending time together. It doesn't matter where we are really. We always have fun, especially when there's food involved. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So it was really cool. You know, um, the other thing that I like too, and we, we talked about this a little bit is we talked about it, which is what we've touched on already as our happy place. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, being with knitters, whether you're on a screen mm-hmm. or meeting up with each other to have a coffee and sit in the park to work on your projects together, uh, knitting just does take you to a happy place. Yeah. Yeah. Knitters, it's a happy place. You know, Natalie too, when you were saying about, you know, this is our world. You made a great comment and it made me laugh so much about, uh, we were talking about that it's a place where we share ideas and recommendations and we don't trust anybody except knitters for their recommendations. I stand by that. I think it's still facts. Oh yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I stand by it. Um, I, yeah, I, I was just so cool to hear our voices that long ago. And I'm, I felt like I still sound the same. I was hoping I would grow out of my accent a little, but I still sound the same. <laughs> this is us. Yeah. Us, but it is. We, I, um, I was actually listening to it and um, I, I'm sure she won't mind me mentioning this at all, but when Dottie announced herself, she is actually she took a class for the first time with Roots over the weekend um, since we opened. And she, she told me after the fact that she had a really nice time in class, but it was so much fun to hear her voice in the knitting shop three years ago. And I really, um, you know, this whole year, I haven't seen or talked to her. So it was great to see her in class, but then to go back in time a little bit and, you know, re- remember, you know, we have, you know, had Saturday lunch with this person we have had classes with this person and she's still knitting with us like that the the community is still strong it's it's cool and I think like what we have is so unique I think you know for crafts if we're if we're classifying knitting into a craft there's a lot of one-off workshops out there in the world Mm -hmm. where like you might drop in and take a class 
but like we do knitting like yoga you know like you have a membership you are Mm -hmm. like you are in class you are part of a community you are there like multiple times a week sometimes and I think that that's really special outside of like a workout kind of setting it's just not a common thing to encounter and that's why I think you know this is so special and it's just a different type of community Mm -hmm. um that's always been like really warm and welcoming and just you know always like a safe space like where you know you can get help or inspiration or ideas and it's it's just such a positive yeah we have this thing in my family where if you get invited to something one time like a holiday event once you are just automatically invited every year after that and like we don't send out invitations you just you get asked once if you show up you never get asked again but you still need to come like it's just a thing I I tend to think of like knitting classes and and our knitting community as that way like once you enter a class base or or do something with our community you now have permission to just do whatever you want and um you know talk about whatever you want inside that community it's just like that open door policy almost where you can come and be yourself and you don't need somebody to you know reach out to you to do that you're just like excited to come like that's what our little community is like to me you know British you're saying that you know with with your family which is so true it's um it's such a warm feeling to Mm -hmm. yeah you know they invited me the one time or I learned about it the one time and now I can continue with this it's up to me to keep coming back it is such a warm feeling to go I have a place I have a place it might be a place for a holiday and it might be a place for the um for the knitting that you enjoy. I have a place. So it's so cool. Yeah. Okay. So do you remember this? So some of the talk on our, well, we listened to it on our first podcast was the list we had of our future recordings. Yes. <laughs> I loved the knitting curse words and um, the, um, like when, as a mom, Stephanie mentioned, cause um, she had just had Katie not too long before that, um, like how to knit as a parent to young children, like in the dark in complete silence. <laughs> I remember she called it, or I think this might be the term that was out there, mom probs. That's the first yeah. time I ever heard that, mom probs. Yes. I, like, I love that. Yeah, I, and I think the other one that I love too was um, like how to set your kids up to be knitters in the future. Oh, like yes. how to how to like get a knitting friend out of your child. Definitely. <laughs> you know, Natalie, when I heard that one again this time, I was like, is that like setting your child up with their future spouse? Or <laughs> no, it's having knitting friends. <laughs> like setting we them up. did also talk about the other one though, because I was like. I don't know why I was so desperate, but <laughs> everyone like w- kept talking about like, oh, I have a son, like you should date him. Like, well, hook me up with him. Like, set me up with your son because I'm a knitter. I can be trusted. <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. trust me to be a good daughter-in-law. Yes, <laughs> there you go. I am a good daughter. We are the full service knitting shop. You know, yeah. you need a plumber. We got one. You need to... <laughs> 
we need a date next week, we could probably talk about that. Yeah. If you need a friend for your knitting child, we could do that too. I love it. Um, yeah. And then, you know, one of the things that we talked about as well in our very first was that we enjoy having guests and we were so happy to have people with us. But, you know, that hasn't changed. So I'm going to put a little shout out there right now. As everybody's listening, we still would love for you to join us. Join us on the screen. It is still such a fun time three years later <laughs> yes i mean look at this i okay so here's something so this is episode number 134 mm-hmm. have you ever done anything 134 times in your life and look forward to it for the next time like exercise class i'm sorry 134 times or you know that's a big deal to be have done something that many times I feel like the knit stitch. I've definitely done that 134 times. We're like eating ice cream. Like I've definitely done that 134 times, but that's about the only thing I can think of. The list is not long. This definitely makes it. This podcast makes it. Yeah, this this list this gets on the pot. This gets on the list of things I would love. I'd continue to be happy to do, even though I've done it for a really long. We've done it for three years, which is very exciting. So yeah, yeah, fun. There's a thought tonight when you go, I need something to think about. What other things have I done in life 134 times that I'm always happy to do again? <laughs> go to the grocery store. Ugh. Put gas in the car. Ugh. Do our <laughs> podcast. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sacred time. Sacred time. It is. It is. All right, you guys. Anything else? Anything else we talked about on that podcast? I don't think so. It was only 12 minutes and we've already talked more than 12 minutes about it. Yeah. All right. Well, here you go. We're expanding upon our original thoughts. You're welcome. There you go. <laughs> um, okay. So then why don't we jump into some other important things in the world? Um, first of all, any new podcasts this week? I'm nodding my head. Yes. I don't want to stand up in the wrong place. You don't have any Brianna for this week? No. Okay. I've got one. Um, it is the Rowan Radio. We've listened to, Ed and I like, well, he's always listened to XPN. We like university. We listen to Temple and we listen to Rowan, which is, it doesn't radiate very far from their campus, but it reaches us here. It should reach all of us in Delco and um, Philadelphia area. Rowan Radio. And it's, you know what I love about it is it's all student DJs. Yeah. So Temple isn't and XPN isn't. I love hearing student DJs. So that's super cool. And um, the one that I listen to, they have a couple of different podcasts that they do depending upon what the subject is. But uh, they just started a show called the Early Bird Special. So I listened to that and it was fun to listen to. Um, but I want to just do a little shout out for Rowan too, because if you don't listen to Rowan Radio, it's 89.5. I'm doing that from memory and I could be wrong. It's 89.7. Thank you. 89.7. And on Sunday mornings from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m., they have all show tunes. And Ooh, it, Brianna's it, favorite. Uh, best. That, that sounds like it was made for you, Kathy. It sounds like my literal nightmare, but that sounds awesome. <laughs> really? <laughs> Brianna, aren't you? I'll so- go with you, Kathy. Kathy and I are super excited. <laughs> I just, I just love it. And my biggest concern right now is that the gal is Gina. Gina is the DJ 
and I keep thinking every year she must be a senior by now. And I don't know if anybody else is going to want to do show tunes on Sunday morning when Gina graduates. So you should call in and let them know you they have listeners and they better keep the show going. That's right. Find a that's, new Gina. That's right. <laughs> You'll be the Gina. Okay. That's I my podcast shout out. I have to mention, Kathy, when I was just at the grocery store before this, I saw a guy who had an iHeart XPN shirt on and I just thought of you guys. I was like, I feel like I need to purchase two of those. (laughs) Um, I, so it's not a new podcast that I have a recommendation for, but Arrow Knits and Pearls is one of my favorite knitting podcasts on YouTube. Um, And she just recently released two new episodes and she's gotten some really cool yarn and she's making some really cool test knits. Um, So I, I just like have found myself really waiting for her stuff. Like when she posts about it on Instagram or she's like in her stories, she's like, I'm uploading this episode and it's taking forever. I'm like checking YouTube all the time to see when it loads. So I think that means I'm officially like a convert and I, I'm like a a true follower. I'm very influenced by her. (laughs) Cool. Cool. All right. Now, most important topic of the podcast, what are you guys eating for dinner? I, we just made, um, butternut squash ravioli in a garlic butter sauce. And we went to, um, oh my gosh, where the heck were we? Peddler's village yesterday. Um, we just like went for the day and just like shopped around. I've never been there before. It was awesome, but they have this olive oil store there and we got garlic infused olive oil. It's so good. So that's how I made the garlic butter sauce, but we also roasted some Brussels sprouts. It was delicious. I could eat another serving of it right now. (laughs) Sounds great. I, so we're having, I'm going to, I thought I'd give it a fancy name. We're having egg and pepper pockets. (laughs) we do this every week. We do eat. We're going to eat afterwards tonight. So it's just, you know, I just scramble eggs with pepper strips in it. And then I um, put them in quesadillas and that's what we're having. Oh, you make like a little burrito. Yes, exactly. Don't tell Ed it's a burrito. That's Mexican. He won't eat. He doesn't do anything that might have beans in the department. Oh, so gosh. I call it egg and pepper pockets. I like, I like it. it. <laughs> I like it. That's fun. I am doing a Mexican inspired soup. Um, and it is this soup variety of buy a bunch of cans and dump it in a pot. So I got a couple different types of beans. I got a can of corn. I got a big jar of salsa. You can also get diced green chilies, but I forgot them at the grocery store. Um, I put some rice in there and then I threw in a couple of seasonings and I got a rotisserie chicken, shredded that up. It'll be good for the whole week. That sounds really good. Super easy too. So easy. Saw it on TikTok. Um, per usual, I got this recipe from TikTok. <laughs> so if you're and like literally, I just watched some girl make it. No measurements. I just kind of eyeballed it and went for it. So yeah, it tastes good though. I did take a quick taste. Nice. Yeah, canned stuff is perfect for dumping and mixing together quick. So fast. Oh, and chicken broth. That's how you get the soup. Mm. of the soup yeah Yeah, you need that (laughs) um but yeah it was good Um, and bread is there bread going with this or so I'm crushing up tortilla chips and putting them on top with some cheese that sounds very good yeah it'll be like a it'll be like a a chicken um like Mexican chicken tortilla soup 
Yeah, you could do like a French onion style Mexican with the soup in, then the tortilla chips, and then melt the cheese in the broiler. That sounds amazing. An interesting way to do that. I might need to. And I have my French onion soup crocs that I got for Christmas last year, which I feel like would really come in handy for that. So yeah, I might need to to experiment with that. Mm, Soup sounds delicious right now, no matter what it is. I'm very excited for soup season. (laughs) Me too. It's right up here with sweater season, soups and sweater season. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is why we knit. This is why we knit. Right? <laughs> All right. Um, any announcements that we want to cover? Um, I don't think so. I mean, just um, with Roots, we still have some classes coming up that are available to sign up still. So keep an eye out for those. And um, if we're almost getting to that time where we put out the next calendar, but we still got a few weeks for that. I know, I know we have so much to do for that. But the other thing I w- will just shout out is we're doing a um, community service project at Roots. We just announced it on Sunday. Um, we're going to be knitting and crocheting hats for chemo, um, people going through chemo treatments. Um, so if you c- would like to participate, um, we have a drop off uh address that you can use to drop off any donations or if you email us we will send you a prepaid shipping label to send it to us um and these are going to go to um chop um and to people who who need them so that is our plan and we ask that you just use non-wool um yarn so um we're recommending comfort worsted which is um a a blend of a bunch of different man-made fibers um, but you can use any like non-wooly yarn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as long as it's non-wool and machine washable, it's good. Mm-hmm. Great service project. That's fantastic. And CHOP, Children's Hospital, my gosh, near and yeah. dear. So special. We're so lucky to be right here with it. Yeah, definitely. Very, very. And I have one little shout out. If we can, I'm just going to say, if we can do this again next week. Yeah. It mm-hmm. will be podcast number 135. And the topic is, are you ready? early bird or night owl. I like it. Okay. Here we go. A little topic to think about early bird or night owl. So, all right. I like it. Awesome. You guys. All right. So are we ready to wrap it up then? Let's do it. Okay. Uh, we'd love to hear from you and invite you to join us as a guest host on a future podcast. And we promise that there would be no work involved for you. If you're interested in that, you can email us at Roots Knitting or at Kathy Finley Knits. Both of those email addresses will be down in the show notes below. Um, and we are really excited in advance for you to email us. We're looking forward to it. So you should definitely do that. Um, if you like our show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform so more people can find us. Hopefully by now you've finished your drink or your walk because it's time for us to bind off. Thanks for listening. Thank you.